What up, guys? We're back with the D2C podcast. Today, Mike and I are about to break down probably the coolest thing that we've probably done in our careers, designing trade show boosts. Oh. You've done a couple of those, right? I have done a couple of those, yeah. In fact... Yeah, yours are something to be rivaled. Mine were Cuisinarts. I don't know what that means. You remember when we were talking about people stealing my labels? Yeah. Yo, people stole my trade shows, like design concepts, left and right. I remember being at Olympia. Yeah. Right? And I don't know if you remember this, but we we brought all this product, Mm -hmm. and I think we sold like, let's say $100,000, $150,000 worth of product, and we had all this extra product left over. Okay. But it cost us so much to ship the product there. That like the margin would be nothing for us to ship it back to the to our warehouse. Okay. So like screw it, we're just gonna give it away for free. So we dumped it all into this giant pile, into the center of our booth, and we just started telling everyone, "Hey guys, line up for free product." <laughs> and then like a t-shirt cannon, we just started chucking bottles of fat burners, protein, BCAs out to anyone who wanted it. <clears throat> I I cannot tell you how funny it was when out of the corner of my eye about. 20 minutes in, I, I see Muscle Farm over there and their booth doing the exact same thing. Oh my but with God. All, but with like the 10 cases that they had left, right? But we had, it's got to be a thousand people. A mob was in front of us. Holy crap. Waiting to get the free product. And every single show I go to now, guess what every single supplement company has? Mm-hmm. A DJ. Someone like a place to go, like actually hug the athlete and do whatever else. Yeah, you had display like a whole cases. Setup. All that. before I ever visited a fitness trade show, what it was would be like Sean Ray, Jay Cutler, all these like you know heroic oh, iconic guys yeah. sitting behind a six foot table uh-huh. with this stack of their photos, uh-huh. signing them, getting up, shaking hands with someone, signing it, handing it off, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I remember bringing a DJ, doing like. Oh, dude, rooms. people were pumped about that, by Hidden the way. rooms and side rooms. It's like you have to go through the maze of my booth before <laughs> you could get to the athletes. And then while you're going through it, it was like a roller coaster ride. <clears throat> you remember like roller coasters, like the Batman and Six Flags? Uh-huh. You'd like chick, 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 get up. And like Gotham City fact. Chick, 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 chick. The first Robin did this. Chick, chick, chick. Right? And then like, <laughs> you have all that fact. And you get to the top, and then it's like the ride starts. And so I remember just thinking trade shows are so boring and and we got to disrupt it. We got to do something different. Yeah. And as a graphic designer, getting to do like 50 booth, like, you know how like one booth is a 10 by 10, Yeah. but doing 50 of them combined, I call it a super booth, right? Yeah. That's more than a super booth. That's like a city. (laughs) It it was probably one of the highlights of my career as a graphic designer, 30 foot banners, walls with different shapes, custom cutouts. And I mean, you they guys were, had like a four-mile line. Yeah, yeah. People remember, were waiting overnight <laughs> to see your booth. I remember the first time we went to a show, it was only at like 11 booths. So I had the 10 booth, mm-hmm. like actual thing, and the 11 booth was our storage. People couldn't even believe I bought a booth to storage, so we didn't have to walk. Yeah, because it was like... You'd have to walk to the other side of the expo floor, and your storage would be <clears throat> against the wall. Oh, uh, right? yeah, it sucked. And it, it would I be impossible that. to get to the stuff, the shirts uh-huh. or anything else. <clears throat> but... I feel like designers don't get those opportunities as often as they should. And when they do, they're like, here's a pull-up banner. Here's a table cover. 
or here's like a step and repeat. Yep. And, and they don't really take advantage of that space. Yep. But I could tell you from firsthand experience when the consumers pay 200 bucks to get to one of those shows and they go to a brand and like they've been waiting for hours because they want to see one of these athletes or whatever. If they don't yeah. get to take a photo with them, if they don't get a free T-shirt to like be your walking billboard, you're just wasting. wasting oh, my God. Time. You just completely wasted all your time. Right? Yeah. And it was like, what was the point of doing that? But <clears throat> I mean, that dude's going to go back to his gym in his local town wear that T-shirt every single night. We got to talk about what designers can do to help clients with activations, right? When it comes to getting to the booth, how are you collecting the person's like email address, their Mm -hmm. name, their phone number, making sure that they follow. I mean, there's this great concept called the QR code. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say that. Well, talk about it. Uh, We we did the same thing at Reaction when we did the booth out there. It was... um, Oh, my God. Pretty much anything that they did required them to scan the code. But back then, it was a little difficult because now it's, like, built into the camera on the phone. Right, right. You know what I mean? So Back then, like, you have, like, a QR app. Yeah. You right? had to have the yeah. app. But so I remember building pop-up banners that, ex- it's like, you had to have a banner to explain what to do. You know Step what I mean? Step one, like, open your phone. Oh, Step two, yeah, download like this Go app to the, the app, app store, store, and you had to figure it out for Google Play and also the uh, Apple App Store. You know what I mean? So, you know, but it was good. I mean, we pulled a few thousand email addresses from that, which was, yeah. you know, I'm sure it was peanuts compared to the Shreds booth that probably pulled up. How many people are on the planet Earth? Was it 8 billion now? Yeah, something I like that. I think you guys were slightly under that, right? I think we were at like 100 million or something. Holy crap, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, email marketing was very expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd imagine. If you're, oh my God. That's nuts. No, I, I mean, <clears throat> the email list is probably closer to 10 million. To be oh, honest. was it really? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I figured you, know, you were exaggerating. Eight an extra zero is a little much. But <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think the part that designers don't play at expo shows is that it doesn't matter the size of the booth. It matters whether or not the client and the consumer get to communicate. Yeah. And I feel like designers don't do a good job of like interviewing the client. Hey, what's your game plan for activations? Nine times out of ten, they don't even know what their game plan is for activations. How much staff are you bringing? Right. Right. How are you going to collect this information? Are you going to sell anything? Uh-huh. Do you need Wi-Fi? Do uh-huh. you need water service? Do uh-huh. you need trash cans? Do you need padded flooring? Oh, my God. Padded flooring. <clears throat> how important is it? Well, I never padded needed flooring. padded flooring. What would you say? I never needed it, so I don't know how important it right, is. Well, you're a beast. <laughs> but if you're standing in a super booth of uh-huh. 50 booths and your staff... I mean, you got to remember, I would bring 100 people to an expo. Oh, man. The whole company would go. It would be our company trip for the year. And so, I mean, you're standing all day long for multiple days. Yeah. you got to go for the, the max two-inch padded floor. Oh, yeah. It's better on the knees, the feet, and everything. You're everything. You're fatigued. I tell every brand owner that if you have a 10 by 10, invest in your team that are standing all day. You don't want them to be miserable and in pain talking to potential consumers and customers. That's smart. All of that. Pay the 500 bucks, 1000 bucks to get the padded flooring. I promise you it'll come back in the lifetime value of the customer. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you don't have a miserable employee standing there talking to, uh, or athlete or whoever, yeah. or talking honestly, to p- potential go, customers. Go on Amazon and buy those like padded things that people have in their kitchens. You ship them out right? there. And just like order six of them. Mm-hmm. And in the main areas of your booth, have them there if you're a 10 by 10. That's smart stuff. Yeah. We 
we did a 20 by 20 the one year. Not, a, you know, six city blocks like you guys had, but it worked out pretty good. I mean, they did, uh, they, they sold all their, all their stuff, all their product. And, uh, God, we, we shipped, you know, maybe, I wish I could have shipped more. You didn't bring the product to the show? Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about t-shirts. Okay. We had a bunch of different t-shirts, mostly ladies, but like, oh God, I can't remember how many, it was probably like 5,000 t-shirts, which is. To the show? Yeah. And you just gave them out? You just gave them out. That's so smart. Yeah. I mean, we did the same thing. Dude, that's why the brand grew. I remember when we went to. Surprise. We went to an expo in uh, the UK Mm -hmm. and uh, I was like. Yeah, guys, just stack all the shirts in the middle of the booth. Mm-hmm. And everyone right now, before the show starts, just do a flying dive into the stack of shirts. <laughs> there's, there's, a sh- there's a picture of me going full Superman into this pile of shirts. Oh, really? I've never was, seen that picture. Ph- it was a phenomenal experience, man. Good times. Holy cow. And people, <clears throat> would you have to choose what booth to wait on? You're, yeah. you're going to the one that gets the free shirt, no matter what. Right? Yeah. No matter what. Free anything. God, I, I remember going to those i remember going to the uh the arnold classic and oh, yeah. this was back when i worked for SciFit. so we're we had a little when back then it was like 10 by 10 it was like we had god 50 t-shirts we brought with us and we were like tossing them into the crowd my god i thought these people were gonna murder each other for, for a free, th- t-shirt? free t-shirt was insane I mean, you got to remember, Columbus, Ohio doesn't really have much to do with it. Right? So <laughs> yeah, when the show comes around, it's a big deal. There. Yeah, I, but <clears throat> I remember the first time I went to that show, and I saw everyone sitting behind six foot tables. And I was like, this can't be what it is. But no one had more than a 20 by 10. Not even the big brands back then. I mean, now I mean, you go that, to a show, yeah. Ultimate Nutrition has That's like a 30, 30 booth thing. I remember when um, I, I was like, whoa. They got a 30-foot booth. Yeah. Like, it was like, holy cow. Game-changing. Yeah. Then you guys hit the ground with a freaking city block, and we were like, um. You're welcome, Bang Energy. <laughs> You're welcome, Muscle Farm. You're welcome, all these other brands that stole our concepts. Oh, dude, I'll tell you right now. The next year after that happened, the next year, the CEOs of those companies were probably like, you need what for a budget? Dude, I remember, <clears throat> I don't remember whether it was uh, the company you used to be at, but the owners would tell me that they would have like brand strategy meetings uh-huh. and they'd be like, what did, what did Shreds do this week? We're going to copy oh, everything dude. that they did this week. It was ridiculous, dude. It was every single Monday morning. I, w- I would be in there talking to my team and I'd be like, okay, guys, this is what we got this week. Spike the brakes. Hold on. The boss is here. We have to figure out now what Shreds did because that's all he stared at Sunday night on the couch on the, on Instagram, which by the way you couldn't because all he wanted to do is get uh, Instagram models to get more uh, followers for us, but you guys literally owned every one. You ready for some of my secret sauce? I probably never told you. Please. <clears throat> so I I went to your boss's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And every single person he followed, I offered them five bucks to post <laughs> pictures of shreds every weekend. Dude, stop. <laughs> every weekend. <clears throat> I, I remember <clears throat> one weekend, I got, a, I, got, I think it was like 30 people to post. Five dollars. Five bucks. Oh, my God. Right? And I remember that Monday, he called me. 
He's like, yo, man, I don't understand it. Why are you guys everywhere? I'm like, yo, I'll be happy to do this. And um, I just need you to do one thing for me. Invest in another line so you can keep making product for me. And he wouldn't do it. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that time? It wasn't frame? long after that that he did invest in another line, though. But it wasn't it's for you. I think it was past. for somebody else. <laughs> but I, I think trade shows are so eye-opening for the opportunity that it gives designers. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a brand owner, mm-hmm. you got to talk to your graphic designers and understand probably three key things, right? Who the printer is going to be yeah. and what the capabilities are. Yep. And understand what the cost difference is for like an 8x8 eight eight versus a 10x8 versus yep. a 10x10 10 10 versus mm-hmm. a 30x10. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at the cost of banners. <clears throat> the back wall was the same price as me doing a full 30-foot banner from the ceiling to the ground. Wild, right? Really? Yeah. Because ceiling to ground is just fabric getting printed, and it's that 10-foot wide roll printer anyway. Uh-huh. And all, I'm not paying for a wall to hang it on. I'm just paying someone to go up in the rafters and, and hook two hooks. Oh, and they just hang building it. a wall, having someone put it up, stretching it, doing all this. So stuff. you're talking like how high was the ceiling? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. So thirty thirty foot high by ten foot wide, and you would hang And I would print front and back. And people could see it from any direction that they wanted. And no one had ever done that before at a trade show. But I went and I did all the research, right? What's the price difference for this? What's the price difference for that? Yeah. There's this thing called IND, install and dismantle. Yeah. And understanding how the union fees work and getting an understanding of what it takes to get your booth brought to your, the spot where your booth is. Yeah. Picking the right booth location, mm-hmm. knowing that if you're in this corner, what can you do with like the vertical space that's above you? Correct. I remember they were pitching us this two foot by 10 foot circle ring that we would print and it would like be up up top and it would like keep swimming. Oh yeah, I know this. I've and done like, plenty of this. This is cool and all. Like this isn't like wow factor. No, it's it's means. what is it? 10 feet off the ground. Yeah. As soon as you're as soon as you're 30 feet back in the in the area, you don't see it anymore anyway. You have to be almost up on top of it. I remember 50 by 60, uh, sorry, 5 by 6 booth, mm-hmm. 30 booths, right? I remember we're like I got to have our main athlete on a 50 foot by 30 foot wall that we put up. It was just five or six of those banners. So what'd you do? You, you did the art. So you split it up. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I perfectly cut it with the printer uh-huh. and we made sure that no matter where you were in the show, we got the center booth mm-hmm. and no matter where we, where you were on the floor, gigantic convention floor, I remember. you would see him with his arms like this, like, like the, like the Jordan pose where he has two basketballs. Yeah. But it was, it was just him flexing. I remember that year very well. Were you there? Yes. I remember because a good friend of ours was there too, and he kept sending me pictures from everywhere. I, I was not there. Oh, okay. The company. You was felt there. like you were there. Yeah, I felt like I was there because yeah. every ten minutes I was getting the pic. I was getting the, so my phone be like, oh, there's, "There's another picture of the shreds booth from a different angle, sixty thousand. That's a mile away. Yeah, good job, guys. That's pretty much how that went. So, great job. You totally changed the game on that one. I remember we were the first ones to do glass walls, like an Apple store, in our booth. Yeah, I, I remember I remember uh, seeing pictures of that, and I was like, wow, that had to cost a lot of money. It actually wasn't that bad, man. Really? Yeah, it was acrylic. I mean, sorry, um, plexiglass. Okay. And then we just acrylic the logo. Really? Yeah. 
at the end of the day, you got to do the research, right? Uh, I remember those banners. Yeah. They were saying that they wanted three grand for the poll. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for the poll, three grand? He's like, I just go to Home Depot, get some plumbing pipe. Yep. And just hook two things on and put it up. $30 yeah. for the pipe from three grand. And if you if you spend the time as like the booth designer to figure out all those different aspects, I mean, you're going to kill it for your clients. Uh-huh. And people remember, I mean, and for as far as I know, people still talk about those booths to date. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's ever done anything like that again. But like, you know, ever since the pandemic, now booths are like a freaking school desk from high school now again. So, yeah. Well, well, I know that the Arnold last year was I heard it was pretty dead. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. I wasn't there, man. Let me ask you a question. If you were a graphic designer. And you were going to do a 10 by 10 booth mm-hmm. at one of these shows, pitching graphic design services. Mm-hmm. What would you do? 10 by 10 booth? 10 by 10. Is it an end cap or is it like in between? In between. You only have one side where you're seeing people and you have your, your three sides. Depends on what you're allowed to do. do you can do anything you want. Money's no object. What would you do? Right now. Yeah. After seeing what you did? Yeah. First of all, I'd see if I could do the ceiling thing. What would be on it? It depends on what I'm selling. Graphic design. Oh, I'm selling my services. Yeah, you're selling Mike. Oh, geez. Wow, dude, you hit me with that. I, I probably... It's like 20 uh, QR codes. Is it whatever? <laughs> put on a 30-foot banner. Scan, I, I would, scan, scan here for flyers. Scan here for product design. I, I would probably have to just say it like it is. I'd be like... You know, something like the dopest gra- graphic design, get it here, you know, and I would just have this huge banner that was like an arrow, come see me now, you know. You know, so wherever you are, you find the arrow pointing down, and it's like, it's basically an infographic. Okay. So it shows where to come, you know, like come see me now for, you know, whatever my call to action might be at the time, or like if I want you to sign up for you know, email alerts, or if I want you to get an instant quote on, you know, whatever it is that you'd like for your business, you know, whether you're making packaging or whatever, you know, I, I haven't had time to think through what I'd even bring there, you know, but yeah. I, I would definitely have some kind of QR code thing right now since it's so easy, but yeah, probably something like that with, and, and it's hard to think about what examples I'd use, you know, but I, th- I think an info, infographic just like, a giant call to action, you know, come here for whatever right now. Almost like eat it, Joe's sign. I don't remember how often you looked at Instagram back in the day, but do you remember there's this campaign for Neil Patel? He's like this really uh, infamous marketing guy from California. He paid every single influencer to post who was Neil Patel. They would write on a dry erase board. And then I would create a, a step and repeat and I'd have some type of sign like you said right like the, the Joe's thing over yeah. it, to it and be like uh, come here take a photo post it for a chance to win $10,000 right smart and the step and repeat would, would have all that stuff graphic design come, come here mm-hmm. QR code for this that whatever right yeah but I would just get every single person at that show to post the photo of my logo on social media because it's technically not going to be a great ROI for me getting it from the, those people that are attending the show. Yeah. But I bet the people that follow them, there's going to be a handful of business owners. 
Oh, for sure. And that's how I would get my ROI from going to a show. That's smart. I like that a lot. I want to hear what you guys think about trade shows. Drop some ideas in the comments. Drop some questions in the comments. And uh, we'll be happy to answer them for you. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. See ya.